Hey guys, it's uh, Steve here from Revive Stronger. As you all know, I should really get into introducing <laughs> these podcasts properly if I'm going to make this serious. So this is going to be hope called the Macro Bodybuilding and Powerlifting Podcast. So all of us love all three of these things. We track our macros. We do some bodybuilding powerlifting. <laughs> we may be competitive. We may not be. Uh, we love getting strong and jacked, essentially. Uh, and today I'm excited to bring with you my friend, Mark Newcomb. Um, so as soon as you hear Mark talk, you'll know where he's from, but I'll give a little bit of an introduction to him. Um, recently he's got married, which is very exciting. Congratulations, Mark. I thought I should uh, actually have said that before we started going on air, but, uh, congratulations. It's an amazing thing. But Mark and I have a lot in common in terms of not just the fact we like tracking our macros with lifting weights. Um, but uh, if anyone knows my backstory and where Revive Stronger comes from, it is all to do with the fact I came from being relatively ill and in a very bad place and managed to get fully better and 100% healthy and reviving stronger as, as I like to call it. Um, Mark has himself done something very similar um, if not actually, well, way more impressive in my opinion and a lot harder and tougher to have done. Um, and I find him incredibly inspirational and I wanted to share his story with you guys. So Mark himself, obviously now he is a father, he is also a, a husband and he is a personal trainer and a relatively new personal trainer in terms of the number of kind of switching jobs recently, always interested in health and fitness, but uh, like myself, kind of coming into the industry a bit later, not necessarily our first job, but we'd always loved it. And it was what we were going to eventually do. It just was kind of when it was going to happen. Uh, so I will let Mark give himself a proper introduction, give a little bit about your background, Mark, and uh, what you're doing today. And then we'll get into kind of your reviving stronger experience, as it were. Yeah. Okay, Steve. So thanks for having me on. Like, I, like you said, people will know where I'm from. So yeah, I'm a personal trainer in Aberdeen, up in Scotland. And um, I've actually only been practicing as a personal trainer for the last six months or since the start of the year. Like you said, always been interested in it. Um, right from kind of leaving school, going to the gym kind of with friends and, and, and whatever else. And but I never really seen myself doing it as a job. Um, so when I was at school, I only ever wanted to be an electrician. Um, my dad was an electrician. Even my granddad was kind of, you know, he was a, a, an engineer on a, on a boat. So we're always kind of technically minded. Um, I used to go to work with my dad on holidays. And that's all I ever really see myself doing career-wise. Uh, finished school. Went and went on to went on to do that. Um, served my time as, as an electrician, and then, yeah, like I said, I always had an interest in going to the gym. Um, never really anything serious. I, I would just kind of go uh, do the typical, you know, bicep curls with, with my friends and kind of go home, and that was really it. It wasn't until um, two thousand. In 11, I actually, at the start of 2011, I started to kind of hang around with people who were into the gym a lot more than I was. And I started taking it a little bit more serious. 
So, uh, you know, me and my brother would start going to the gym. We used to kind of, whatever we were doing in the gym, would kind of do it next to the personal trainers that were in the gym, just to kind of listen in, uh, see if we could learn anything. Um, so things were getting a little bit more serious come the middle of 2011. And then August 2011 was when I had my uh, leukemia diagnosis. Uh, you know, where I was ill for a few months, and then it was kind of post recovery that I started taking it in a lot more seriously, and uh, just learning about training and nutrition, and that's really where the I got the bite and I got the passion to do it. Um, mm -hmm. And it's kind of just been, yeah, it's went full circle now, and, and like I said, that's my job now. So. So in, in terms of kind of, obviously you got diagnosed with leukemia, which kind of, that's a massive impact on your health. And it's like a sudden shock where you feel completely out of control. I know for myself, when I was, had my head injury and I was then left in hospital, I had full control of my body beforehand. And I was very much like yourself into health and fitness and the gym and stuff. Took it fairly seriously, but not crazy seriously. And then as soon as I had kind of recovered afterwards, I used the gym and used my nutrition in a much more serious way because it gave me control again. Did you find that element of kind of recovery and finding health and nutrition and training was partly control? Do you think it, it allowed you to feel like you had some sort of control over your life again? I think 100% that's, that is, the whole reason I started doing or, or, or training and the nutrition thing for sure because yeah I mean I like I said I was starting to take training a little bit more serious I was I wasn't necessarily very big I wasn't very skinny I was kind of just you know in the middle somewhere um, but I always felt like I was getting stronger in some way by going to the gym so you know I'm, I'm, I'm at the time I'm, I'm 23 years old feeling strong, feeling fit, and then to have that leukemia diagnosis, it, it kind of it comes out of nowhere. Um, I didn't really understand how it could happen to somebody like myself who was fit and active and, and strong, or at least I felt strong. Um, but yeah, the, the training and nutrition, it, because as you rightly said, we don't have any control over our health, and I still don't have any control over health. Um, in fact, it's completely not out of my control. One of the things that, that I've found that helps me stay sane almost is the fact that um, you know I can't control what I eat and what I don't eat or um, how many times a week I train. Uh, you know, just just my nutrition and, and kind of lifestyle in general. That's that is one thing that I can't control, um, and that's why it's been such a big such a big part of my life since the the recovery. A hundred percent. I completely can feel that as in we both just described it. It was that sense of control. And I guess we to help other people um, with their health and fitness goals. And I found for myself after having going through such an event, I then would be able to, I felt like there were people out there in the world who hadn't necessarily gone through something as drastic as what you have and what I have yeah. and had to come through that, but they're in a bad place. Um, they're not happy with their current position. They're not happy with their current 
kind of situation in their physique or their strength and that they're just not happy and that they are probably feeling like they're out of control um, yeah. almost like that they just don't have the education um, or the knowledge to be able to put what they want into practice yes. and because we wanted some control we had to educate ourselves from kind of ground zero up and kind of get every detail um, I don't know about you but I know when I went through it it made me very obsessive and I had to get every detail right because I was worried about my health concerned about it and so having done that for myself I wanted to help others and I know having seen your kind of before and after pictures where you, you'd gained a lot of weight um, I'm guessing because of the accident and you couldn't really do much of that um, so having to lose all of that um, like you did you had to know what you're doing um, because kind of you can't not know what you're doing yes. for that to happen yeah. uh, is there a type of person you feel like you really relate to and you, you really seek to want to help and advise yeah um, so that's where my main client base comes from is is beginners who feel or not necessarily not beginners as in young uh, males and females who are just starting out you know leaving school and going to the gym I'm talking beginners as in people who are maybe in their 30s and 40s, 50s, maybe even older, who have their whole lives almost had kind of weight management problems. Um, you know, they always seem to, or, or it feels like they're always dieting and never really getting anywhere. Or, or there's this cycle where they, they lose some weight and they gain some weight again and they're kind of off it or on it kind of. Um, so that's my main kind of focus and passion is helping people and just and just educating people and giving them that kind of empowerment and uh, knowledge so that when they're they can work with me short term long term whatever but I, I want them to have been educated enough that when they're finished with myself they can go on and make uh, progress on their own and just kind of get away from you know because most people take their their nutrition advice from like you know the Sun newspaper or or this morning there's always a there's always a, a new diet there's always a new craze coming out and mm -hmm. obviously every time it comes out it's better than the last one um, so yeah it's, it's just kind of getting people to, to shift the mindset from from that and in almost a short-term um, mindset and just start putting little new habits into their lives that they can can build them, build on, um, build on blocks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I guess these people are people who they've probably tried to diet, tried to see and do the right things. They've probably tried all these methods that they read up on in magazines and newspapers, yeah. and they they haven't seen the results they want because half the time the stuff in there is absolute rubbish, contradicting. And uh, it's very hard to actually be persistent and stick to. Yeah. So I think for myself anyway, when recovering from my accident, to be consistent was absolutely necessary. And I almost had like some sort of weird determinants. Like I was unbelievably determined. There was almost nothing that could stop me being in full control. And I feel sometimes like people really lack the motivation and, and kind of are not determined to do it because their end goal seems so far away. And for ourselves, coming from being pretty fit and in good shape, and then coming out the other side of our accidents, 
kind of completely not where we were before yeah. it feels like a long way to get to where we wanted to be kind of what methods do you feel like you've learned from your accident or not accident sorry you didn't have the accident that was me uh <laughs> the illness do you yeah. kind of use to give you kind of empowerment to focus more so on the process rather than kind of just that end goal all the time because i know for myself whenever i thought about how far away I was away from where I wanted to be, it led to me really kind of getting very down and depressed myself. Whereas if I focused on, okay, I'm going to the gym today, I'm going to get out my session, I'm going to get my, the, did that, it, I managed to see the end result in the end. Um, so yeah, do you feel like you've developed some skills there? I think just, of course, if, if, um, if, you, if, if you're an individual and you've over the years um, gained quite a lot of weight, you're not particularly happy with the way things are going, um, even in terms of health, you know, I have people who who are noticing that even playing with their grandkids or whatever, they're kind of out of breath and, and they can't interact with their, their kids or grandkids the same. And they think, right, I'm going to have to do something about this. When we sit down and or if they come to me or even they realize ourselves, this is going to be, you know, this isn't a, a 12 week kind of transformation or, or or mini cut or whatever. This is a whole lifestyle change. Um, and it could well take a year or, or maybe a couple of years to kind of get to where they where they want to be. So rather than focusing on the, the time it's going to take, um, what, we, what we typically do is break it down into little kind of mini goals um, and that could be whether um, you know for, for example just just by hitting your uh, if they report to me at the end of the week that they've beat the gym twice a week that's massive progress for some people um, break it down into, into mini achievable goals along the way and kind of just enjoying the process and, and telling them that um, you know I think it's it's just these people are they're, they're either going to wake up in a year's time and be the same or worse off than they are at the moment and I, I never really like putting anything off that's going to take a lot of time because the time's kind of going to pass anyway so they may as well be putting these little things into place and um yeah i i, I find I don't know if I've explained that very well, but I find just short, sharp kind of mini goals along the way, breaking them down, um, achieving the goal, reevaluating, and kind of going from there. Focus on the process and the habit change, rather than the actual time that it's going to take to to get to where they want to be. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. I think it's almost like uh, stepping stones to yeah. getting across across the pond. Uh, you want to be across the pond, but you have to focus on each step along the way because if you try and just focus on kind of leaping you're going to kind of fall and drown i've literally made that, up, that analogy up off the spot yeah. i'm quite proud of that it, yeah. it worked quite well um so yeah completely making mini goals is a definite thing that you should do and actually having kind of an idea of where you're planning to be within a month's time where you want to be in a week's time where you want to be in kind of a year's time i think it's good to have that much of a plan and i know for myself when I first came out of hospital and I tried getting back into it, it wasn't really about how much I knew or educating myself and what was actually going on. Initially, it was just about 
showing up and putting in the work yeah. and being determined to do that initially um, because it didn't matter how much I knew. I wasn't in good enough condition to be able to do what I needed to do. It was just about building up momentum. And I think initially, at least for people, if they're really not sure what they should be doing, it's almost they should just go and do something. Anything. And once you've done something, yeah, absolutely anything. I think after I did it, I actually went completely down the kind of bro route. I don't know, you might have been similar to, to me, Mark, yeah, and doing kind of meal plans. I did a horrific, I was kind of, I came out way, I came out very skinny. I'd lost half stone in hospital and basically was trying to bulk it all back on. So I ate 4,000 calories, 300 grams of protein, myself silly and went to the gym hard when I could. But initially it was just about building up momentum and doing it. And at least I actually saw results in that period of time. It wasn't necessarily the best results, but I definitely saw big changes in my body. And it was all about just putting it. You learn your mistakes and you can correct that and go forward again and then have a better plan. Did you find that happen for you as well? Did you kind of come out of hospital, wanted to gain some control and actually just put in some work, not necessarily the best work, maybe made some mistakes and then learned from that and went forward with it. Absolutely. And I was I was kind of the opposite from yourself in terms of I certainly didn't need to gain any weight um, post-illness. <laughs> I mean, I my kind of fighting weight around that time would have been 12 stone. And... I can remember that's kind of because I was going to the gym and training, I was kind of keeping an eye on these things. So I can remember being 12 stone on when I was diagnosed. Really quickly, late, um, a few weeks even, on a few weeks being diagnosed, I'd went from 12 stone up to close to 16. And then by the time I was recovered, I was almost 17, 17 and a half stone. So that's a lot of weight to kind of accumulate mm. over. Um, I mean, the, the, the treatment was for, for nine months. So that's five and a half stone in nine months, which was uh, huge changes to my body. So in terms of gaining muscle and, and getting stronger, that, that wasn't much of a focus for me. I just really wanted to, to lose the weight. And... I done things, um, like you said, I kind of just, I got a gym program, I, I turned up, probably wasn't the, the best way to be doing things, um, certainly the diet wasn't something I'd recommend now either, um, I think I tried every diet, whatever was going at the time, as, as I spoke about the kind of fad diets, I, I'd done it, and I have done literally every single diet out there, um, I've tried everything, and but again, you know, because I was actively trying these things and just going to the gym and trying to make something happen, I did get some results and I did lose some weight. Mm -hmm. um, but it wasn't until I started investing some money in a personal trainer, um, uh, a, a nutritionist to kind of help me with, with nutrition and stuff, and then things started to really kick in and really started to see some marginal results and sustainable results as well. I think that's, that's yeah I mean sorry carry on Mark yeah I was just going to add that's one of the reasons I think I, re I relate to my kind of client base so well is because I've, I've been there and done it myself and I've been looking for the kind of the, the quick result 
or the perfect program. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I think I, I I spent two weeks looking for the perfect gym program. The only problem was, well, that whole two weeks I could have been in the gym doing something, rather than not googling the best gym program or whatever. So mm -hmm. yeah, just just show up and, and do anything. I think would be, yeah. I think once you've shown up and you've kind of you've become consistent in something that shows that you have the ability to do it and you've shown it to yourself that you can have that ability to be consistent and stick to something I think problems arise when yeah people go into like analysis paralysis they try and find the best they try and find the best whereas there is no one way and it's something everyone has to just accept yeah and that a lot of the reasons different programs work different diets work is because they are based around the principles of nutrition and training and then as long as they do kind of hit at least the big ones they do people will see results and that's why we both saw results kind of regardless of not knowing much yeah. because we did actually put in effort and work and that's why i always try and get towards people is kind of if you as long as you're showing up and doing something that's better than nothing because at least you can do that thing see what the result was learn from your mistakes and then build from there Absolutely. and you don't even need to be looking out towards other education you educate yourself there it's a very slow and painful process which we both both had um i that's part of the reason i really wanted to find personal training was because even after my accident and seeing some results it wasn't until i actually found the kind of education through Lyle mcdonald alan aragon and then 3d muscle journey were probably my three biggest sources at first learning from them and then using what they told and putting that into practice, my results kind of were so, so different, Absolutely. so much better. So every kind of bit of effort I put in, I saw such a like a bigger every investment. I saw such a a bigger result, bigger income from it. Yeah. Um, and so I want to kind of help people who have that kind of they can be consistent, they can put in that hard work and determination, but they need kind of a to streamline that route. I always think, like you said, you've got a personal trainer and nutrition coach. It's kind of like they are a walkthrough guide through a video game. You can go through a video game and like wander everywhere and try and fight every single person, or you can have a walkthrough guide that basically tells you, okay, go and walk up to this boss, fight him, and then you're you're level up to the next level, yeah. and you know where all the hidden, like hidden, amazing, and that's what a coach can do for you, and that's mainly because they have taken the time to educate themselves, um, and probably done what you're doing and gone through the hardship um, at the same time. Yep. So when you did educate yourself, what kind of, what sources would you recommend to people watching kind of, where did you learn initially and then where, where are you now? Where are the main sources of information for yourself, Mark? Well, I, so I, I can remember thinking for all the efforts that I, I, I was putting in in the gym and even, even diet, although it wasn't the best diet, it was, it was perfect actually, it was whatever I was on at the time, I can remember thinking, I am getting results, but surely there's, no, it must be, there must be a, a better way than, than what I'm doing at the moment. So there's a gym facility in Aberdeen, actually where I work at the moment, uh, Boris Even Personal Training. And these are the guys who I spoke about before, but I used to go to the gym with my brother and we'd, we'd train, and we'd always kind of be listening in to what they were doing with, with their clients. Because that's all kind of, you know, everyone knows who Bar Stephen Personal Training is in Aberdeen. It's a, it's a really reputable place. And 
I knew that if anything I could learn from these guys was going to be was going to be beneficial to myself. And then, so I actually invested in getting some personal training from them. And then to kind of complement that, um, I got in touch with Scott Bucky from Food for Fitness. And oh yeah. Who, who is actually who is actually based so it worked in perfect and but yeah he, he was the kind of first nutritionist that I kind of started to follow his work and then I can remember seeing him posting about uh, Alan Aragon, Eric Helms and then you know once you're kind of following these guys then the rest of 3DMJ, uh, Brad Schoenfeld, Brett Contreras, all these kind of people opened up to me and then it it was like a it was like a new world to me all this kind of information coming in and i also found out from from them how quickly times can change with the industry and how important it is to kind of keep up to date with with uh, the most recent research something i do now um but yeah as in right now as a as a personal trainer who works one-to-one -one with clients and I think if anyone's anyone's watching this, who works one to one with clients, I think Nick Tumnello, um, in terms of like practical applications to personal training, uh, yeah, I think he's absolutely fantastic. And um, right at this moment in time, again, one to one personal training, I don't think you could um, get much comprehensive information from than from Nick. So I'd recommend people follow Nick's work for sure. Yeah, I think Nick's, I think his website, Ultimate Performance, isn't it, Terminello? Uh, it's, it's Performance University, um, you would get on, on, the, on the, even his YouTube videos, everything, yeah. um, you know, as not so much like, I guess, if you're going to be working with people online with their nutrition, then, um, you know, the, of course, the guys from TDMJ, Lyle McDonald, and... And, and the likes there you know everything they put out I, I read or, or and try and apply as best I can um, but as a as an actual physical personal trainer I think Nick Tumnello and Performance University is just a great resource for anybody and then in terms of kind of people who are maybe in a position where we've described where they are in a position where they're not happy with their body physique yeah. going forward for myself, I know I would, we'd first off recommend just doing something. Doing something is definitely better than nothing. Uh, most diets out there will work for a period of time. You'll probably find out they fail you after a while like we did, and then you'll try and learn and you'll develop your skills from there. Just the same with training, as long as you're pushing yourself appropriately um, and kind of actually putting in effort, you will see some results. But after that, I think for myself, kind of, the, they have to focus on the priority. So for training, they really have to focus on trying to improve every time they can. Um, and then taking periods of rest, kind of pushing and pulling back is probably one main thing I would recommend to people, but also focusing on kind of hitting the entire body, not just focusing on kind of just benching and just mirror muscles. They've got to remember that they have an entire body to work with, train that entire body through compound movements, kind of your squats, maybe a leg press if you can't squat, a bench, um, and kind of rowing and pulling movements for sure and then being consistent with that and pushing forward and then diet wise 
you have to remember that calories are king and you, you can't discount that. As soon as you get a grasp that different foods contain different amounts of energy and you specifically can manipulate your body composition through that, then kind of results change massively. And as long as you kind of make sure you're eating a nice amount of protein and then you have an appropriate calorie intake, I think with that and that kind of the training priority of progressive overload uh, and compound movements, I think for most beginners, that would be an excellent setup, just going to the gym and then doing their nutrition via that. And it's fairly simple. Absolutely. And it is simple. And it, it becomes, I guess, even tracking loosely is 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 better than not tracking at all. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there's so many online calculators nowadays that you could literally Google, uh, you know, TDE in, in Google, get a number, any number, you know, stick to that for three or four weeks, uh, see how things are going, and then you can start to to manipulate uh, as you see fit. Same with training, do something. I think most most of the time, what, what I see is that kind of jumping from program to program. So doing a program for mm -hmm. two weeks, giving up on it, trying something else for two weeks, try to keep the body guessing or whatever, and it it kind of, it never really yields any kind of results. People don't give, but, but we are typically impatient. Um, that's just like human nature. We want results, we want them now, we want the best program, we want the best nutrition setup. But, you know, we also need to build a patient and just kind of let these things happen. Um, yeah, get a program, any program, um, stick to it six, eight weeks, whatever, and just kind of, just just have a lot of patience. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, give, give it time. And I think we, uh, we've shown that we both had to be incredibly patient considering kind of we'd had to push through where a time in life where, I mean, you were really overweight and I'm not surprised as well with that. I know I certainly battled through periods of feeling, I wasn't diagnosed with depression, but I certainly felt very down about where my life was, how my body was. And I think to use, to, you, you can go two, two ways. You can either react and think, oh, I'm just gonna be like, just be a pity party. I'm not gonna focus on anything. I'm just gonna overeat and just make my body even worse. Or you can react the way we did and come through stronger and actually just think, okay, so I can't control a lot of things that are going on in my life, but one thing I can do is just try and better my body. And once your body feels better, your mind feels better, you kind of feel encouraged every time you improve things in the gym, your, your body changes in positive ways. I think but something we both really, really push is just making sure the first thing you do is show up, put in some effort for a consistent period of time, and then from there you can tweak things and manage it and then educate yourself slowly over time. The most important thing isn't that initial education. That can come later. The most important thing is initially doing some work and you can speed, like you can go through this process a lot faster if you've got your walkthrough guide, which is a coach, a friend, anyone who's informed who can help you. I know yourself, you're on Snapchat, aren't you, Mark? Yes, I am, yeah. Um... So I think Mark Newcomb, just at Mark Newcomb, yeah, that's me. And I, I, I try. So and, we're, try we're putting. Sorry. I was just going to say we'll put um, your Snapchat and all your information in the kind of 
comments and stuff below um, so people can get hold of you there. But I know for myself on Snapchat, people can literally record themselves. You know, and I know you will as well record a video back telling them exactly how they can kind of apply it for themselves. Yeah, yeah. So there's so much, so many free resources out there that people are willing to give information. It's just about trying to find the ones you can trust. And I think for anyone, if someone's watching this, they're already in a great kind of, they're surrounding themselves with great minds. But if someone's watching this and they're a bit unsure who to trust, they just should, in my opinion, trust someone for a period of time and then go with that. And then once they've seen what's happened with this person, be consistent with it and then they can kind of judge and assess it as they want to, rather than kind of jump in the gun, like you said, program hopping all the time, trying to find the quick fix, trying to find the best thing. That's never gonna work. So I think we've kind of come to a roundabout stop in terms of, we know where we want people to go. We want them to show up, put in some work, be consistent, and then develop through that. I know for yourself, you must have developed kind of some strong willpower to keep yourself on track. Is there anything kind of in your life when you're thinking, okay, things are tough right now, is there anything you use to kind of keep yourself on track? Do you ever think about other things? Do you try and keep perspective? What keeps you going, Mark? To be honest, perspective's a, a pretty big one for myself. Um, you know, I think, I, I can relate to client. I, I even myself, what I've just said about being patient with the trusted process. I want bigger muscles now. Mm -hmm. I, want, I want to be jacked right now and and yearly shredded. I, I want that, but I, I've had to I've had to come through a period of time where, like I said, I've I've never really had up until recently a proper hypertrophy block of training. I've been dieting literally for. The last two or three years because I was had that much weight to come off um, so yeah I, I sometimes look at younger guys in the gym who are who are bigger than me you know I'm, I'm 28 years old now and I'm thinking what have I been doing all this time why am I not why am I not that why, why have I not got his biceps and then I've kind of just got to take a sit back and think you know if if Mark that was lying in a hospital bed was to hear me now, he would kick his ass. Mm. Um, so I'm first and foremost, I'm just happy to kind of be able to do anything. Um, so perspective for me really does, it's the biggest one for myself. Um, mm -hmm. And also just having that long, long term goal. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking at saying, you know, I'm 28 now. And these guys who are younger than me are bigger than me. But by the time I'm 33, you know, the longer term plan, I sh I'm going to be able to kind of build a physique um, that I'm going to eventually be happy with. So yes, just keeping the long term plan in, go in mind and having that perspective of where I've came from. Um, and I still I still have it now. I, I know this is something I've spoken to, to yourself about in the past with the, the terms of uh, back squats even. So I get really frustrated in the gym because my, my, my back squat's pretty poor. Um, and in fact, it's got marginally worse this year. Um, but, uh, you know, I just don't have, there's just the knee pain, I used to have knee pain. 
um, which has kind of settled down slightly recently. But I just don't have that force. There's no power in my legs to kind of get good weight on my back. Um, but the reason I keep programming squats in is just because, you know, when I when I first started going to the gym, my first training session was just just being able to walk upstairs uh, in my own house. So you know, at the latter stages of treatment, I was sleeping downstairs because I couldn't I couldn't get upstairs. It, two or three wow. steps and I, I couldn't get me I physically couldn't get my legs to to carry myself upstairs so from from that to where I am now again keeping perspective in mind I, I really try and focus on that rather than um, I focus on what I can do rather than what I can't do kind of thing I think that's especially that end point you've ending is fantastic I think you also touched on some good points in terms of, I think a lot of the time when people get frustrated with their own results right now, is they're looking towards other people. Like you're looking at these younger guys in the gym and I know that you can't miss it now on social media. There's, with Instagram, it's like the amount of guys on there who are rich, shredded, huge. Yeah. And who knows whether it's kind of Adobe gains and Photoshop this and what filters they brought on there. Whatever it is, they still look amazing. You're kind of like, why am I not there yet? I think something is that you said it's important to take perspective. I know for myself, like you, and even like I, I take it for granted that I can train and that, I mean, there was a period of time I was on a fluid restriction of 250 mils a day. And so when I go and drink like two liters of sparkling water every day and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I don't really consider, or I don't even kind of consider that a blessing or like I'm so fortunate that I could have, I could have even, like, both of us could have died from our, from our accidents. We could not even be here today. So, like, for us, we have that powerful thing to look back and take perspective. But other people can look at back at where they've been and where they've come from. And they also have to take into account their own situation, their genetics. Do yeah. their parents, are their parents jacked, muscly, like, people? If they're not, then why do you, well, don't expect yourself to be as jacked as someone else? necessarily and look at your situation in terms of you've got your husband you've got a child you haven't got as much time to put towards training your nutrition might not quite be as on point because you've got these other stresses going on in your life and I know for myself I've got a shoulder injury so for me to be able to bench as much as kind of the, the strongest guy in the gym it's just never going to happen I've got this injury I have to deal with it I have to take perspective of that and actually like Consider my own situation before trying to be looking towards others. I think looking towards others is great for inspiration, but not in terms of kind of tracking your own progress. You've got to look at where you've come from um, and where you want to be in future. And look at you, compare you to you. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I, I, I agree 100%. And yeah, that, that, that's something that I, that I try and get across to, to my own clients is kind of just you know, focus on yourself. I know that, like like I said, I, I do it as well. I look on, I see these guys on Instagram as well, Facebook, like you said. But yeah, just kind of yeah, focus on yourself and um, because even even where people are now, kind of could have been out of their control in some way. So, for instance, if you have a twenty-year-old female that's lived with her parents up until this point, um, you know she's she's gained a lot of weight, but if her if, her, if she's been having the same kind of dietary um, intake as her, as her parents have, 
you know, if, if they're cooking our meals, if they're if she's kind of having the same habits as if they've got, in some way, her body composition now has kind of been out of our control. Um, but mm-hmm. by the time, but what happens is when she's ready to change her body composition, and when she kind of invests in whether it's it's money into a coach or time into education, now she can start to look at um, where she is in and start to make changes that are in her control. So, yeah, it doesn't just take, you know, an accident or an illness to have these things taken out of your control. Um, even to some extent, you know, office workers and and stuff, is kind of, they still have to control what they, what they eat and things. But, um, you know, so a lot of times you you do kind of adapt your environment and it becomes comfortable. And if everybody else is having the cake on Friday, then you have the cake on Friday. Um, so although it's although it's still in your control, I guess it's in some ways um, not ideal. At the same time, I don't know if I, if I explained that very well, but um, I still think you touched on a really nice point there in terms of obviously you me have gone through something that's made us react and change educate ourselves and push forward and revive stronger in a sense whereas other people might not have had they might not have anything that causes this to happen i think loads of people in health and fitness have gone through something that's changed their life that's like a shock an injury kind of maybe it could be a family member dying passing away it could be anything something has caused that this ignition for them to take control of their body and their life in a positive way. Yeah. And what we want people not to do is have to have that happen to them. I don't want people to have to be hit by a van, have a head injury that causes them to be in hospital for months, um, to be the kick up the arse that they need to sort their like, their body and their lives out. I want them to be relatively healthy already and just get that extra bit healthier, get that extra bit more confident and streamline their results when they when they can when they they don't need something horrible to happen to them yeah for sure awesome um, uh, i think we probably kind of in a roundabout way come to the end of kind of what we wanted to talk about which is really a bit about your background where we both come from in terms of kind of that ignition which we needed but the fact that really it was all about showing up putting in the work and then being consistent and molding it from there and the education can help massively yeah putting in that initial work um and then you can come out stronger the other side so if people want to reach you mark where should they look for you facebook snapchat put in anything you want yeah i'm i'm on snapchat i'm i'm quite active on snapchat it's more of uh um so there's content, but there's also kind of just giving people an insight into what I get up to daily, um, which I think is really important. I think it's 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 important that as coaches we we are approachable. Number one, um, just kind of lets people see that you know we get up to normal stuff. I like to go and eat out with my family. I like to go and spend some time with my daughter. Um, so yeah, Snapchat's one. I've got the Facebook page, um, MN Fitness. The Facebook page. Um, I will have a website that's taken forever. It seems like to to get going. Uh, there's always problems with that. It looks like, but yeah, once the website's um, up and running, I can I can let people know. But that's going to be as well. But um, yeah, awesome. Well, I'll I'll link all your things below, 
And for those who might not be in kind of, I've got a free Facebook group on my, on Facebook, uh, macros, bodybuilding and powerlifting. And it's got Mark in there. Mark's also an admin on there. So he also helps me out on there, posting in there, helping answer questions. And uh, hopefully you'll be seeing more of Mark on Revive Stronger, my website. And uh, yeah, so thank you so much, Mark, for taking the time out from your day and talking about your experience. And hopefully it's really given some people some not only kind of ideas, practical takeaways of where they can push forward from today, but hopefully I, th I hope it's inspired some people because I know whenever I talk to you about it, I get inspired and it really makes me think about life so much more. It really opens yeah. my eyes to where I really want to be and I just, you can do amazing things. Yeah, I hope so because, you know, I think people get so kind of stuck where they are and so, um, kind of bogged down that they can never see themselves changing uh, if they if they can see where where off came from where yourselves came from um, you know all, all it takes is like you said show up a bit of effort um, a little bit of education and things will happen for sure it's just some people can't see it uh, see that um, initially and for whatever reason people think that they can never lose weight Everybody else can lose weight. They can't. It's too difficult. And really, it's just a case of you know being educated and showing up and doing something. Um, and it will happen. It is a process. Um, and yeah, that, that's kind of why I started doing what I do, and why I started the Facebook page. Even was just to just to show people like this was me then. This is gonna be now. This does happen. You know. It's I'm not I'm not special. It's just a case of um, putting in the work and uh, getting the results. So if I can do it, for sure anyone can do it. Um, and I and and I just I just find myself in a really fortunate position that I'm able to help people get there as well, which which is just yeah, it's the best job. Mm -hmm. No, hundred percent, I agree. And I think I'm just going to leave the audience with a bit of a not a quote but get comfortable with being uncomfortable because you do have to get uncomfortable for a period of time and both me and mark were uncomfortable and really uncomfortable for a period of time and if you're currently comfortable get out of your comfort zone if you want things to happen you need to get out and start doing something make that change today absolutely cheers mark no problem steve cheers mate cheers bye everyone bye bye